message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. I want to share with us what I call the secret to financial empowerment. The secret to financial empowerment. I want you to know that there is a place of riches that God has purchased for you through our Lord Jesus Christ. There are things that accompany salvation and being wealthy, being resourceful, having what it takes to handle the situations you are confronted with is a divine provision. Say, you shall not lack any good thing. That's what the scripture says. You shall not lack any good thing. It is a part of the package of redemption. And it is good that as we are folding up this month of empowerment, you also be instructed, you also be informed, you also be reminded that you don't have to go without, praise the Lord. You don't have to go without. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 11. Wisdom is good with an inheritance. Wherever wisdom is, inheritance must follow. It is good. It is possible to have wisdom without inheritance. <laughs> and the Bible tells us there was a poor wise man who delivered his wisdom, his city, from the enemy. But he was not liked because he was poor. Wisdom is good with an inheritance. Look at the next statement. He says, and profitable to those who see the sun. So long as you live under the sun here, one, you must have wisdom. Wisdom is the application of the word of God in your life. And the application of the word of God in your life should produce an inheritance for you. Amen. It is good. It is profitable. You need it. It doesn't matter the exposition of the word of God in this place. When you are confronted with issues, you must have what it takes to be free. Wisdom is good. But it has to go with an inheritance. This is profitable for as long as you remain under the sun. Verse 12, Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. For wisdom is a defense. Wisdom will bring you out of so many trying situations. Wisdom brought King Solomon out of shame. Kingdom strengthened, wisdom strengthened him. 
Wisdom increased the fear of him upon the people because he acted wisely when the two women who, who had children, one of, the, one of the women had lost the child, and so the matter was brought to the king. Wisdom is good. And when he was able to judge rightly, the fear of the Lord on him went far. To possess wisdom, yes, it is a defense. And then he continues, for wisdom is a defense just as money. In the first statement, he said inheritance. Just as money is a defense. Even if for nothing at all, if you don't want to live good life, if you don't want to do, just have enough money to defend yourself. To defend yourself from shame when your children go to school. To defend yourself from being thrown out when your rent is due since you won't buy your own house. For wisdom is a defense just as money is a defense. But the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life. Wisdom gives life. And Inheritance strengthens life. You don't need money to love, but money enhances the quality of love. You understand? You don't need money to love. I mean, if a man wants to marry a woman, he doesn't need to have money. All he needs to possess is love. And when the lady sees that there is genuine love, he said, yeah, but the one who has genuine love and has money will always win over the <laughs> True or false? That is the truth. Will always. Ladies, which one of you here has two brothers in the church here? All spirit-filled, all morally upright. One is well-to-do and is comfortable. The other one is barely making it. When these two ladies, are, when these two young men approach you for marriage, what will you do? The first statement is, hey, I'll pray about it. But before you pray about it, you know where you are going. <laughs> the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. It is good for me to repeat again that there is a place for you to be numbered amongst the wealthy people of this life. Don't shy away from it. Don't run away from it. Embrace it with all courage, with all sincerity, with all faithfulness. Because that is the will of God for you. By the redemptive power in the blood of Jesus Christ, a spot has been reserved for you among the people who commanded the riches of this life, who commanded the inheritances of this life. You must be counted amongst them. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Let me give you this scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. 
For you know the grace, Adam. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he engraces you. He gives you grace to be able to turn your situations around. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for whose sakes? For your sakes he became poor. That you that who? Yes. For you know it. That is, you must know it. You must not even believe. You must believe plus no. <laughs> For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. Why did he become poor? That you through his poverty might let me hear the conclusion that you through his poverty might become that who through whose poverty what should happen to you yes so by redemption by Jesus hanging on the cross of Christ a spot has been given to you so that you might be counted among the rich people of this life. Amen. Because I heard somebody, as you were thinking about it, it was resounding in my head. And the, the poor shall not cease from this. <laughs> Is that scripture mentioning your name? Is that all you can appropriate into your life? If that is the case, what about 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9? That Jesus, because of you, became poor. That is, he took away your poor state, your poverty. And once he is there and is nailed on the cross with your poverty, you must step into the newness of life, into the newness of the wealthy. People that command an inheritance in this life. You must not leave this earth without leaving an inheritance for your generation and your generations to come. You must. If nobody handed over anything to you, start. Start by changing the situation. That is the power of redemption in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me show you. This is one of the things of redemption. The Bible tells us in, in Hebrews that there are things that accompany salvation. Now let me tell you the seven benefits of the redemptive power of God in your life. I'm just going to read the scripture that numbers them. I'm not going to dwell on them. But I want you to know that the seven benefits of the redemptive power of God, of Christ on the cross, includes you being wealthy. Maybe you know, nobody has told you before, but I'm telling you today and I'm showing you that a provision has been made for you. You remember the story? I believe it's an old, old, old time story of a young man that was traveling abroad and he bought ticket and then gained a seat on a ship. 
a ship that was going to take three months before it gets to its destination. And this boy gathered money, gathered money, and bought a ticket. And so he was admitted and he was given his seat. It was a ship, so they even gave him his bunk bed. This is where you will stay for the next three months that we are going to be on sea before we get to our destination. And the young man, you see, the young man thought all he had done was to buy a ticket. That he was not entitled to any other thing. Now that I have my bunk bed, let me stay in here quietly. And he stayed in there. Never did he know that the ticket he had bought allowed him to go to the restaurant and eat. Allowed him to go to all the places on the ship, the places of entertainment the, and all that. This person didn't know, and so he just bought the ticket, locked himself in his room, praying to God that he will survive hunger. So after some days, probably after a month, the person whose bed was next to him knocked on his door and said, Hello, we have been on sea for one month. I've never seen you come out to the restaurant. I've never seen you. And you don't look good. You are emaciating. What is happening? He said, hey, if I tell you my story, all that I was able to do was to gather money to buy the ticket to get on board. Now that I'm, I'm on board, praise God. Hallelujah. After all, the ship is taking me to my destination. This young man looked at him and said, oh my goodness gracious me, you have missed. The same way I'm telling some of you, you have missed. The salvation that Christ has purchased for you includes all of these benefits. Now let me read them to you. Revelation chapter 5 from verse 11. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands, including you, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Making reference to Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive, first is what? To receive what? And, and, uh, number two, and, uh, read it again, and, shout it, and, <laughs> so if you have power to overcome sin, if you have power to overcome sicknesses, God is saying you also have power to become rich. That's all. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive one, power, two, riches, three, wisdom, four, strength, five, honor, six, glory, seven, blessing. 
if by the blood of Jesus Christ you have been redeemed from the power of sin, from the darkness of this world, then this is where you have been ushered into. And on that ticket of salvation, you have power, you have riches, you have wisdom, you have strength, you have honor, you have glory, and you have blessing. Amen. So as you are seated here, I want you to know that this is the full package. You may not have been operating in all of them, no problem at all, but today, get to know that this is the full package. And as far as your eyes can see, so it shall be done unto you. Is that not so? As far as you have the capacity to take, this is the provision available for you. As far as you have the faith, as far as you are able to show, one of our mommies gave the testimony, God is waiting for me to see my faith. God is waiting for you to see what you will do to enter into the riches that has been provided for you. You can act poor, no problem at all. It doesn't cancel your salvation. You can, you can, you can tell yourself as you are sitting down there, but Bishop, you know I don't have. Yes, yes, you don't have, we know. You don't have, we know. I was born from a poor family, we know. I don't have anybody. We <laughs> oh my goodness. Somebody sat by the well 38 years, is that not so? And he saw with his eyes, he saw the angel come every now and then to, to disturb the waters, and yet he couldn't enter. Then salvation came, redemption came. The person of the power of redemption came and said, will you be made whole? He said, excuse me, hear my story? Hear your story? What story? He said, I've been here 38 years. Oh, goodness. How old are you? Of those years, how many have you been born again? Maybe you are 26, you've been born again for five years. Fine. Of those five years, have you enjoyed the benefit of riches? No, no, no. Then I'm sorry for you. It doesn't move Jesus who. It doesn't move Jesus at all because what he has done, he has done. Finish. And he has done it for you. He said, for your sakes, he became poor so that you, you, you will have the riches because of his poor state. He has done it. It is up to you. It is up to you, it is up to you to stand up. Now that you know, or now that you have heard, it is time for you to stand up and walk in the reality of it. That's all, that's all. When our mommy wanted to rise up, hey, all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose, all hell broke loose. Hey, go back to your bed. Some of you, when the time comes for you to break away from the spirit of poverty, all hell will break loose. 
Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, to receive riches, to receive wisdom, to receive strength, to receive honor, to receive glory, to receive blessing. So in this month of empowerment, I want you to know that you have been empowered to become wealthy. Okay, Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. Let us personalize it, all right? Let me read for you to, and then we repeat it. And I, George Ajiman, I shall remember the Lord my God. For it is he, the Lord my God, who has given me the power to get wealth. So I have the power to get wealth. I have the power. I have. I have. Why are you dwelling so much on the power of witchcraft that is dwelling around you, that is hanging? For me, they are not there, but for you, you know, hey, Bishop, you don't know. Of course, why should I know that? I know I have the power to get well. That is what I'm working on. I'm working on how to use that power to change my situation. So every day when I'm praying, that is what I pray. I don't pray, deliver me from Satan. Deliver for what? You get the point? Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, can you personalize it? Can you? Come on, let's go, one go. And I, call your name. All right, what will you do? Why? Who has given who? Whose name is that? To do what? Power to do what? Do you have that power? Do you have that power? Is it possible for you to become wealthy? Why? Because the Lord has given me that power. What has he given you? Mind you, God has not given you wealth. Right? God has not given you wealth. What has he given you? Power to get wealth. God has not given you wealth. What has he given you? He has not given you power. Stop saying that. He has given you what? Power to get wealth. Some of you will use that power to go and eat. You get the point? Yes, when it is time for you to pay your tithe, you will use it to chop. God does not give you wealth. What does he give you? Now you are getting it. What has God given you? Say it personally. I, call your name, has been given the, continue. Uh So you have the power. You don't have the wealth yet. You don't have the wealth yet. All right, but you have what? The power to get wealth. May you use that power profitably in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You see, because Jesus Christ has received these benefits that are 
listed in Revelation chapter 5, he is now giving you the power. He is now giving you the enablement. He is now giving you the ability to translate that power into wealth. And you shall remember, thank God for this day of remembrance. Remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, so that he will establish his covenant which he has sworn to your fathers, which covenant runs unto this day. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. May that power work in your life. In this year of abundance, may that power be activated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now that we know that Christ, because of our poor state, has assumed the position of poverty so that we, in his poverty, might become rich. The next thing we need to understand is that every provision of redemption comes at a cost. Every provision of redemption comes at a cost. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Adjuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.